Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Jeff and Casey Show. Hello, and welcome to the Jeff and Casey Show, day seven, day seven. of our uh, Christmas extravaganza. Seven swans a swimming. <clears throat> swimming. I hate swans. You do? They were, they were the bane of my existence at the just old house. Just swans? Uh, yeah, most of the geese. swans. Wait, a swan is a geese. I don't know the difference. I... I mm. I, I, I'm not going to say anymore because now I'm I'm gun shy. I don't, I'm but not gun shy because one of the big things in the, I thought, in the I old pockets long ago. White goose is a swan. But far, I don't know. Sure, maybe. I, don't know. I have no idea. Let's pretend. Um, I'm imagining it's something like all swans are geese, but not all geese yeah, are swans yeah, or something exactly. like that. I'm assuming it's a lot logistical feeling thing. like that. But yeah, those fucking geese. Yeah, Actually, no. That situation. that reminds me of something. I hate to derail the podcast we, right away, right? instantly. But, with but how you know we what? Roll. It reminds me, Jeff, that I'm going to show you a chart right here okay. because I forgot about this chart. It was a pretty great chart. I'm I'm excited for this uh, chart. Let me see if I can. While you're uh, bringing that up, I'll tell you a story that happened to me last night, which was I was walking over to the Purple Cafe to have some dinner, and uh, uh, it was late, so I just went up to the bar, and it was raining badly when I came in. Yes. And I just, I, I'm about a block away, so it's a pretty quick walk. So I walk in there, I sit down, and I uh, wait for the bartender. He comes up, and he's like, what can I get you? And I said, all right, give me a gin and tonic. All right. And right as I say that, a drop of water that had po- that hit my head and had sat there went like this, went straight down my face. Oh, my. And down my, but came my nose and went down. And it it Literally looked like crying. I was crying. You're like, oh, he's like, night. are you okay? And I'm like. Yeah, why wouldn't it, I be okay? I, I'm fine, but I was yeah. going. But then you go like this, so you wipe it away, so it looks like you're kind of doing a. Oh, yeah. it, oh it's fine. It's yeah, fine. Yeah. It's fine. He's like, okay, cool. It's it, cool, man. Yeah. I'm like, no, no, no. There's no. a drop of water. Yeah, I'm yeah, not. Yeah. No, and I couldn't get out. That's of like it. if you get water spilled on your crotch and you try to convince someone that you didn't you pee. Did pee. It's yourself. like no yeah. one's gonna believe you. Yeah, yeah. Right. It's like, of course you pee. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's definitely. <laughs> All right, so I want to show you this diagram. This, this, I, I don't have the version from the spec because I didn't have time to look it up. But this okay. is the same one. It's the exact same diagram. The, the only difference is the one in the spec has blue instead of green. Tell me. Otherwise, they're exactly the same. This is <clears throat> a Venn diagram that like the W3C came up with to visually explain the types of tags that there are in the HTML document object model. Amazing. All right. Okay. And I just want to show you. This is all the ta- all the tags, or are we talking no, just like it's just divs, the category- paragraphs, No, 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 it's just spans. the categories of tags. Oh, okay. Uh, no, forget, oh, forget it. All right. They don't even probably know. I was excited that, that I learned yeah, what no, a div These are just does. the categories. Because right. each one of those categories, like, you may not know this because you're a sane human being. But if you are someone who, like, studied the web standard, you would know that every individual tag is itself part of a category of tags that is the type of layout that that thing is representing. So, for example, like a heading tag is different from a sectioning tag, is distinct from a flow tag, which may include those, which, like, a heading tag is part of the flow tags or whatever, right? This sort of thing. Okay. So here comes the diagram, Jeff. All right, let me put my reading glasses on here. What do you think? All right, we have... It's pretty good. Flow is yeah. everything. Uh, no, no. Oh, it wait. Metadata squeezes it out of flow. It kind of squirts out a little bit is the thing. Interactive is a yeah. bubble, yeah. which overlaps with yeah. embedded yeah. <laughs> yeah. halfway and yeah. phrasing. But it's also always inside the flow. Don't forget. Yeah. Metadata then, can be outside the flow, but heading interactivity and is in the flow. Heading and sectioning yeah. is in flow, oh, yeah. but not within each other. No, no, no. Don't be silly. I don't know how that right. would help anything. It's all fantastic. Anyway, 
Didn't wow. want to derail the podcast. I just found that to be a hilarious diagram. I'm just like, if this is what your diagram looks like, you're all fired. It's like it's nuts. Well, even aside from that, I don't know how. Let's say that wasn't fucked up, and it was a simpler set <laughs> yeah, of, right, of yeah. overlapping. Yeah. Why would this be the diagram? Why? Yeah. What does that tell me? Yeah, I have no idea where to, where I would go to be like, oh, I get it, I get it, I get it. Heading, header, headering. What is it? Header, heading, heading, and yeah. and sectioning. Yeah. I get it yeah. now. Yeah. Oh, thank God. Yeah. They're, you really they're two visualized. Separate bubbles. There we they're go. Two bubbles. So two now bubbles. I know. And they're not interactive. I know is that a, now. Is a section a span, or is that a header? Um, so sectioning is probably like a paragraph tag. I don't really remember oh, these Lord. very well. You told uh, me you now understand box divs. layout. You do? Yeah. Yeah. That you totally understand how it works now? Yeah. So, so one thing that I realized, uh, and now we've completely derailed this podcast. Yeah. Well, might as well. Let's, let's so write it So I, I did the most recent, I just finished a month, uh, of doing our, our web website, upgrade, yeah. right? And so this time around, like I went pretty hardcore on it and i'm like i'm actually gonna like figure out what's going on with a lot of these because one thing that's true about web stuff from what i can tell is almost nobody including the people who write the like how to's or like i you know whatever the here's how you do this thing they usually don't really understand why it works that way yeah Uh, and you can tell because absolutely my 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 learning is always example based of like this works so i just copy and paste it every time and so the number of people out there who are actually like first principles web people is vanishingly small yeah Uh, and they haven't written much about this or if they have it usually gets dwarfed by the random web designer writes something who right. thinks they know how it works, but actually they don't, right? Yep. They just, it's, they don't actually step through the code of the layout engine or something. So they don't really know. And, you know, someone at Mozilla, probably there's like the one person on He's the team who actually that. understands how right. layout engine works. A bunch of other people who work on the layout engine who don't understand how it works. And, he, you know, he has to go in and like fix that thing or something. Or right. Who knows, right? But anyway, uh, the, the I, point behind this is simply to say that I took the time to figure out like how layout stuff actually works in practice okay. in the thing. Uh, and I think arguably I might say it's even worse than you think it is, right? <laughs> like it's significantly worse even than your worst expectation. Okay. Uh, but I do now know it. So I can usually like now if you show me like a layout bug that you have and I can see the HTML code for it. And you, you can know, say, All if right, it was actually is- the H- if it's <clears throat> actually just talking about the CSS. Now not if you're using like bootstrap or something, like I don't care about any of that stuff. Right. So I don't know all the bugs in that shit, right? right. Which is a separate layer on top that's just outputting. So oh, if shit. your problem is that you have a buggy framework outputting buggy HTML, which is like all of them, I have no idea because I don't study that. But if you have an HTML layer, you're like, why is this thing offset by four pixels, right? Right. I can probably now tell you why. Or it's like, why is this thing extending off the end of this other thing? Like, I told it I wanted it with 100% or something, right? right? I can tell you why. I can tell you all that stuff correctly, usually, right? Yeah. Or, uh, you know, why is this height 100% not working? Why is this whatever? Like, all those basic questions. I can relatively do, you know, relatively good this uh, makes me think a little quiz right. would be a fun thing to make. A little web quiz of like broken shit and then a yeah. multiple choice why. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what I can say for – so for people so, – so anyone who studied HTML seriously will know all these things, yeah. right? Like if you're a sane programmer and you actually look at it, you'll, it's not hard to understand. 
Um, it's just normally I think most programmers just don't want to understand it. Yeah. Don't have time, especially like you and me. We got other things to do. Yep. We're not sitting against, but it's like it, I've wasted enough time. I was just like, fine, I'm just gonna fucking learn this shit. Right? <laughs> Uh, and one nice thing too is that if you do learn this shit, then there is something. There are things that you can actually do. Like for example, I've literally never seen a website do one of the things our website now does. Like one of the things that I've never seen a website do is adjust for the fact that if you have something, if you have an image, and that image is supposed to take up the full width of the screen, uh, have it so that in a circumstance where that would require the height to be unreadably large, to not do that, but still maintain like dynamic scalability and the right okay. aspect ratio and everything else. I've literally never seen it happen on a website. Like I've never used a website that got this right. Normally what happens if I go to a website on a, on a thing and you size the browser window to that, that thing, either they manually switch to a different uh, layout and sometimes it's right, sometimes it's wrong because they don't know how to push the put the breakpoints in the right, right place in terms of whatever. They call these breakpoints, by the way. Amazing. I'm not fucking joking. Like that's like they didn't know what a debugger was. <laughs> they don't because they don't have one. <laughs> um, but uh, the other thing is that like uh, they most sites don't even do this. So you'll oftentimes <clears throat> open it up on a tall, skinny or, or uh, display and it looks okay. But then you use a wide display, so you open up on a desktop and you know just wide thing, out. and it's just the whole screen's an image. Right. The text is like way the fuck down there, right? <laughs> um, but it turns out that you know, if you actually get how the whole thing works, even though it's incredibly difficult to actually back out and figure out how you would do this because of the way they structure things, you actually can do stuff like detect, do both a minimum width and a minimum height relative to the screen size that also obeys the aspect ratio. Like you can accomplish these things that would be three lines of C code, right? right? Or JavaScript. Right. You can actually make CSS do these things, it turns out. So it pays some dividends, but not much. Right. Um, anyway, so that going through that process, yeah, like now I have a little more insight in this, but I don't study any of this stuff like what's a flow right. thing versus what's a heading thing. Because most of that stuff is switchable anyway. Like whether, you know, when you do display colon and you select inline block or block right, or, right. or flow or whatever, like you're, you're fussing with that anyway. So knowing what they were meant to do originally is not super helpful. But. Right, right, right. <clears throat> Do you uh, are you still using a CSS file? Or are you just embedding all the styles inside the tags? We've actually never used a CSS yeah. file on uh, we do uh, on we Molly, but what we do do is we put uh, the style sheet in the header just to save on duplication. So if there's a if there are tags that appear more than once with the same style, those will get a class ah, and go into the header. I got if you. it's something that's a one-off, it won't go. Right. But, but we never serve a separate style sheet because basically, you know, your web performance <clears throat> to a large extent how many is things? dictated on how many opens you do. And so on, on Molly's site, we do one for the page, uh, one for the image, and uh, that's really it. We have, we have extremely You don't have a website. lot of little tiny Im images? <clears throat> no. You just do a big one and then cut up the pieces within it. Or? We just don't serve a lot of images, so you know. So you're looking at like maybe you know on a page we have a tops three images. So you're looking at like four connections maybe total. Yeah, I see. Uh, because we just don't do a lot of images. Right, right, right. right. I gotcha. I gotcha. Yeah. I see. So yeah, <laughs> you should write up. Uh, uh, you should do a blog post on this. That'll be good. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah. I don't know if, if I really well, want to bother, but fresh. Most of the stuff that you you can understand by realizing a few things about how their layout engine actually works, like there's some basic, like I could tell you the two right now that would probably do most of the work for you. So the biggest thing to internalize is that uh, the two axes are treated separately and in opposite orders. And this is the thing I think that confuses people the most 
Usually, most left to right and bottom. Um, no, it's top down for uh, for uh, X and bottom up for Y. So what oftentimes I think people fail to internalize, because if you were a sane programmer, you would not be doing this, right? <laughs> but the way that the layout engine is specified is that basically the width that something's going to be propagates from parents to children, right? Okay. So for example, if I am a parent element, like I'm a parent div and I have another div inside of me, right? I am going to send my width down to that inner div. Okay. Right? So if I say something like width equals 100% in the child div, what that means is that child div will become whatever the height the parent told it the parent was. Okay. Right? So if you imagine the algorithm, it's like doing a depth first walk of the tree where each time we're about to recursively go down to the next depth, we pass the width in. Okay. We do not pass the height. Right. Okay. Okay. Right. And this is the crucial thing to understand to start with when you're understanding the HTML layout engine, right? So when we get into the inside, right, as we're coming down, um, then what happens is when we get all the way down to the bottom, so we're at the bottom rung of our tree, now we back figure out what the height is by laying out the children inside at, at that right. bottom level inside the width we were told. Okay. okay, so we're passing the width, pass down the width, and at every stage they can modify it. So, you know, each yep. div could change what the width was, but eventually get down to the bottom. We have a specified width that came from our parents. You we return then, that. No, we don't return anything. We lay out the people at this level of the tree in that width, and we return the height. Yeah, that's what I mean. Okay, yeah, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, right. After the layout's complete. Right, right, right. So what you have to remember is anything that you state to the CSS layout engine is stating what you want to happen to the width on the way down, but what you want to happen to the height on the, the way, way up. up. <laughs> right? That's amazing. I mean, in a perverse way, it sort of makes sense because you're laying it out, but yeah. Right. right. So if you think you can access the height during the Damn. forward layout process, you're, you're wrong right. because you can't, right. right? You can only access it on the way up because on the way down, it won't be known. That's why people are always like, why can't I just say that this thing is going to be proportional to the height? I think it's because the height isn't known yet. Right. We do know the width because it got told to us by our parents, so we can set a proportion of that. We cannot set a proportion of the height until we lay out the children. So none of the children can depend on what we will set our height to unless you want to set it to the height of what the parent was, and that requires a special statement that we are doing this, right? right. Because normally it's going to go the other way around, right? So that's thing one, right? That's, that's big hint number one, to avoid surprises. To avoid surprises, yeah. Okay. Thing number two, uh, and, and to be fair, that alone does not give you even close to the knowledge you would need to predict what it's going to do. <laughs> what that gives you is the understanding of when you need to go look. Okay. Because I think that's one of the big problems, right? If you're new to web programming, you don't realize that. You think something sane is going on. Like, for example, both the width and height are treated at the same time. You're going to be constantly confused because you're constantly going to be trying things in different axes and so confused about why one works and one doesn't or, right. right? Because certain things you want to do work correctly bottom up and incorrectly top down and other things you want to do are the opposite is true. Right. And if you're picking the wrong axis for that one, then you're just fucked, right? Yep, yep. Does that make sense? I'm with you. Okay. 
Um, so the other thing that you have to understand to kind of get the HTML, to, to get in the HTML mindset, right? It's kind of <laughs> like you want to know what, you know, what the, the mental patient is thinking, right? You're trying to like get into their world, right? It's like, why is it screaming mommy and like waving a mop <laughs> around or whatever? It's like, here's why. Um, <clears throat> so the other thing to remember is that there is no, uh, how should I say this? So the names of the things that deal with positioning are all usually the opposite of what they actually do. <laughs> right. Okay. So you might be tempted to look at something like position colon absolute and you would think that what that does is allows you to set an absolute position on some element, right? right? Within, but, within the parent or But whatever. that's not what it does. Okay. Right? Uh, what it actually does is something totally different. So what that actually does is it takes it out of the document sizing. Okay. That's and that's it? mostly it. Yeah. Actually. Right? So it, it has nothing to do with positioning things absolutely. Because in fact, if you want to position things absolutely, position colon relative is actually the thing <laughs> that you could just use. Right. Because position absolute is relative to the parent as well. Not the immediate parent, mind you, but the first parent that has the position attribute specified. Oh, interesting. Right? So if I say position absolute, it really means position relative, and it means position relative to the first parent who was set to position relative. And I'm not making a word of this up. That's actually true, right? That's amazing. So a lot of people will go like, oh, I want to position this thing absolutely, so I set it to position absolute. Wrong. That's position fixed that you were actually looking for, right? <laughs> position absolute is actually a thing that if you want to position, take things out of the document flow so they don't take up space, that's what that's actually used for, Right. Because they're both, but it's relative, not a float, right? right? It will it overwrite stuff? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So it just is if it didn't do it. Yeah. Draws everything, yep. and then it just waxes it, it there, offset right. relative. Yes, to it. I see. Yeah. So tons of stuff is like that, right? Uh, and the really interesting thing about it is like there usually is now because they've piled cruft on top of cruft on top of cruft. Uh, most browsers now actually support the thing you actually want, and you just don't know to ask for it. Right. You think, oh, it's position absolute. That's what it must be. It's like, no, 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 no. You didn't really I didn't want even know that. Position you didn't fixed. want that. Right. right. What you actually wanted was transform colon. Right. Right. Because transform colon is the thing that actually takes something in a document that's where you roughly wanted it, and you're just trying to move it a little. Like that's right. usually what people are trying to do when they set position relative or position absolute. Usually because neither is what doing you want. Something yeah. weird. Don't do either you're of those. Like, I right? can't. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Right. So what you need to do is set position relative or position absolute based on whether you want it size counted. <laughs> that's what that actually sets, and then set transform to be where you actually wanted to put it. Okay. Because otherwise, you're stuck with using, like, the position relative, position absolute thing. The problem with it is that you are specifying more than its location. Right, you're specifying right. what's happening to the so layout as well, right? Right. So you have, like, a lot of these things that are just super, like, they either mean the opposite or something totally unrelated. And if you try to go by what the words say, you will be so unhappy, right, with <laughs> your life. Uh, anyway. So, understanding that thing is pretty crucial, like... Go actually read what the position colon stuff does and internalize it. And remember, it has nothing to do with the word because it's just wrong. Right. They're, it's like, just a tag. Yeah. Fixed is absolute. Absolute and relative are both relative. 
but one takes it out of the sizing and one doesn't, <laughs> and one denotes it as a reference parent. Position colon relative tells you that that's oh, right. a reference, reference parent, right? for something below so you. So it's nuts, right? If you think about this, like, it is fucking nuts that that's yeah. the standard, but that's what it is, and you have to learn it. Otherwise, you're constantly going like, why did that move? Right? You know, right. you don't have any idea why. You're looking on Stack Overflow. Someone t- says some bullshit answer that's wrong. Right. You try it. Maybe it works. Maybe it doesn't. Now you think you've learned it. You haven't, right? Like, and blah, blah, blah. So that's the normal div in a div, since you always do a div right. relative and then a div right. Div relative, div absolute is trying to figure out a way right. to take something out of the layout and then move it relative to where it should have been. Right. Because normally what will happen is when you take it out of the sizing, it will also make it relative to the first relative parent, which is not its immediate parent, right. because right. its immediate parent Damn probably it. didn't have position relative. Right. Yeah. So when you do div relative div absolute, it's just right. doing what transform would have done if you used it directly. Correct. Yeah, because the relative... Uh, well, okay, no. If you do div relative to absolute, remember it takes out the sizing. Transform by itself won't take it out of the sizing. I see. So right. absolute, that's what absolute really does for you, is right. take it out of the sizing. So if you see position absolute, that's usually why you did that. Or right. why somebody did that. The person whose code you copied, that's why they did that, right? <laughs> right. They were trying to take it out of the sizing. Order. They may not even know that's why they right, did right, it, right. but that's the person they copied who copied who copied who copied some Mozilla reference at some point. That is why it's position rel- uh, absolute is because you've got to get it out of there. Otherwise, it will expand. You know, if you're trying to have two things oh, overlap, right. for example, right. and, you know, you don't want it pushing out to the whole sides of this image that you were sticking in there, you've got to have a way of getting it out of the layout, right? Holy cannoli. All yeah, right. It's pretty fantastic. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. It's, yeah, I it's, need, uh, we need more of these tips. I'm liking these tips. Uh, I this think, is good. Yeah. Oh, so, uh, okay. Here's another one. I, I, have, right. I have a bunch of these. I yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm loving yeah, these. Right. So another one that's that's pretty tough, right? Is uh, typically in a uh, and this one I can't even recount directly because like at some point when I got enough to build the layout stuff I wanted, I stopped like researching the, the complete real disaster that it is, right? <laughs> uh, but here's another pretty common, right? Is when you talk about things like with the hundred percent or whatever, that gets really confusing for people very quickly. Because width 100% and height 100% both don't mean 100% of the width and 100% of the height. They're okay. not, that's not what right. they mean, right? So right off the bat, it's another one of these, like, you're saying one thing to me, but it, you mean something very right. different, right? And you I can't build right? on it, yeah. Your linguistic process, like, your ability to, like, in, linguistically process these things is working against you. Because right. when you see 100%, you intuitively think 100% of the area I could take up or something right. like this, right? But that's not what it means. So what those things mean, like if you say with 100%, then what you mean is I want you to take the width value, right, that my parent had. Right. And I want to be equal to it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Now the That's prob- what I would expect to happen, right? No, you wouldn't. Because if that parent, let's say you set the padding on the parent. Okay. Right? So I create a parent, yeah. right? Simple scenario. I create a parent. I set it to blue. Right. Like I said, width is going down the hierarchy, right? So I've got a blue rectangle on the screen. Yep. Now we're going to create a child, right? Yep. I set that child's width to 100%. It's height to 30 pixels, let's say. Okay. Now what I expect to see and do see (laughs) is a blue rectangle for however high the original was. 
with a red rectangle, or whatever I just said I would set it to, the red rectangle child taking the full width of the parent, but only 30 pixels of height. That's what I expect to see and do see. Now, I go to the parent and say, I want an 8 pixel wide blue border. Okay. So I set the padding on the parent to 8 pixels, 8 pixels, 8 pixels, 8 pixels. Or in CSS shorthand, padding colon 8px yeah. semicolon, which repeats the 8x four times. Right? Okay. Now what I get is an 8 wide pixel border correctly around it and inside that i get a red rectangle where the eight pixel wide border is correct everywhere except the right edge where the thing just sails right off to the end still so the width is fixed but you're offset by the padding you just get whatever the width is that got passed down to you from the parent when it said how big it was right Right, and so, so the, if it's padded, it moves your relative position over for the child, but not the, 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 the width, width does not change. <laughs> Amazing, right? Right, and that's because the layout engine, which gets told how to arrange children, gets past the width minus the padding, but the thing that does the CSS size computation gets past the width with the padding. Okay. So the size you get when you say width one hundred percent is the size the parent was. The size that the layout engine uses is the size the parent has left. Right. Make sense? Yes. Yeah. Right. Oh. It's pretty spectacular. So there's no... Mind you, all of this is modifiable with a CSS property, which lets you say what the box sizing is, but we don't want to talk about that. That's a whole other ball of wax, right? So there's... So you can't... There's no good way to say 100%. There is. There is. So what you can do is make sure that what you use are layout relative units, right? (laughs) Width doesn't do that if you use percent, but left, right, do. So if I say left colon zero, right colon zero, I have told it to peg to the left and right (laughs) edges of the layout space. Oh, I never would have thought of that. I thought that would have been 102. Nope. Because I would have thought, yeah. Yeah. Uh, this stuff is so bad that it's That's... one of those things where, like, if it's what you expect from the intern, you don't hire. Like, you know when you get people <laughs> in from college or whatever, right. and there's, like, the dude who's just like, man, this person has will never be a programmer. Right. It's We're not, like, the they, they, I don't know how they got through CS. I mean, it's just like, I guess they, you know, they just kind of failed their way sort of blindly through it, but they are never going to learn to be a programmer. It's that code. It's literally that code. Whoa. That's the code it is. And everybody has to copy that exactly now. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's the spec. Yeah. It's the specification, right? And they keep trying to fix it by, like, patching the shit over. And I'm like, no, nah, this is just broken. Like, right. you need to start over. Because they're like, oh, we got Flexbox and we got Grid now. No, this doesn't need more. This needs less. Right, Like, right. you guys need to remove shit and fix it. You cannot, like, no, bad, wrong, incorrect, false, stop right now, Right. The fact um, that left equals zero, right equals zero is different than width equals 100. It's nuts, It's nutty. Nuts. But it's good to know because that's what you want normally. So you just switch to using left and right zero. <laughs> oh, Jeff. You, you make me you laugh can't with do your that? silliness. No, of course not. So the next thing that you have to understand, which probably this is the easier one I think <laughs> most people probably do understand, is that for some reason, and I don't know the reason, <laughs> CSS... Also, well, or I should say the document layout model for HTML 
instead of just making one algorithm that was like, here is how things are laid out, and you specify like which rules you want or something, right? Like that's a sane way you would do it. Instead, what they do is every time they see a new way they might need to lay stuff out, they create a new display style for that thing, right? Uh, and the way to think about this is probably like, uh, how should I say this? Um, so imagine if you have like a CPU Okay. And instead of like making a chip that was like, let's figure out what instruction set would allow us to like compute Turing machines efficiently. And we made that, right? If instead what you did was more like the Intel thing of like, our new instruction set lets you add like two floats together sometimes, but only if they were in the right order and you got to pack them, right? It's that kind of thing. Okay. And then when they go to fix the instruction set, they're like, good news, guys. What we did is we added the new reverse swizzle double end run macro, which sometimes allows you to pack things slightly more efficiently if you happen to know your data was coming from Norway and, and you're just like... Guys, just fucking make a way to get shit into a register no matter what order it was. Like, give, right. go fuck, make a fucking gather instruction already, right? <laughs> it's like, it's not that way. So they did, they did the thing where there's like, we're going to have tons of different like layout instructions that do wacky shit. And you just hope you can find one that does the thing you want. And if it doesn't, you're going to use like 12 of them in a row to get the fucking X coordinate into the right layer of the thing, right? Or whatever. So, there's a display thing that happens in divs. Display colon, right? Yeah. And this thing sets what the idea is behind the layout of this object. So, for example, if you say something like display colon block. Yeah, I've done that one. Sure. That, right? That means that the parent's width is what your width will be based on. Okay. Right? So the the hundred percent here, that's why now. div by default is display uh, block. That is why when you set a width one hundred percent on a div, you get whatever the parent is because that's what it is based off. Okay. Similarly, if you do left or right, you are based off the parent's padded borders, and it works. Right? It's like, oh, okay, that that went pretty well right there, right? <laughs> but if you have some element whose display is set to something else, it won't be, right? So if you set your display equal to something like, you know, inline block or something like this, it changes the rules about where left and right would have been relative to, or it changes what the width value is that's going to be passed down when you're getting computed, right? And there's all kinds of different ones. There's table cell, there's inline block, there's inline, I think there's flow. I can't remember what they all are. There's a lot of them, right? And so... Merely remembering with 100% is 100% of my parents' actual size and left and right zero are to the padded margins does not cover it because you have to know what you've set the thing to for other reasons as well as knowing what the box sizing setting was But that's on local this to the thing you're setting. Correct. Not your parent. So I'm sorry, to say it, that again. Okay, so you say block... Uh, or, or display flow or yep. something different, yep. which changes what these mean. Yes, that's on the same one that you're setting x and left and right or with 100. Of so course it, not. What are oh, you fucking talking wait, about? Wait, it's your parents. It's both. So basically, <laughs> you have to set a display on you, which says how you're going to use the coordinate system effectively and dimensions passed down to you by your parent. The display of the parent says what it's going to pass. So if I'm table cell on the parent, I'm going to pass a different X and Y coordinate. I see. Right? Oh. Yeah. 
Now you're starting to feel it, my dude. You're starting to feel the love. I was feeling, You've got it now. I was feeling good about left no, zero, no, no, right no, no, zero. No, no, no. Yeah, don't oh. feel good about it. There's nothing good to feel. Usually my go-to now yeah. is just living in that uh, F12 screen where you can see the thing. <laughs> and then you're like... Padding, and then you can click on the area, and it'll like walk up till it finds it. It always doesn't always make sense. Well, because it doesn't show you how it figured it out. Yeah, that's right. the problem. Right. They really need a thing in there that's like, you can just say, "Explain this shit." Right. And it's like, well, what happened was I started at the root of the document, and I noticed that you had this setting set. So then I passed down this complete bullshit value to the body <laughs> tag, which then passed a complete bullshit ba- value to this div tag, which passed a bullshit value to this a tag, which, by the way, you had set to display as if it was a div tag. Which you know, it's like it needs right. that, so you're like, oh, I get it now, right? Right, right, right. Um, so here's the other thing that's that's uh, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. That's 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 pretty uh, uh, swank about all this stuff, right? So the the real punchline to all this is, you there's one of two things that could happen. You kind of know which one it's going to be before you start, but there's one of two things that could happen. Like one is that after you understand all this shit, you can actually do the layout that you want. Okay, like that's something that could happen, right? Yeah. You could imagine it's like, yeah, it turns out you, you can have actually in your you head. can actually do layout with CSS, and it'll work. Um, it's just you have to understand this super fucked up system, right? So right. it's all in there, right? And this is like going back to the Intel analogy. This is like, hey, once I actually understand SSE4 or whatever, I'm going to actually be able to compute some shit, right? right? And that's actually true of SSE. Yeah. It's not really possible to get yourself in a situation where you can't do something except maybe variable shift. That was the thing that you literally couldn't do. So I yeah. suppose there is one thing, right? But most of the time you could figure out how to write a computation in SSE. You could, Right. It just might take you a while to figure out how the fuck you were going to do it. Okay. Because you've got to have 20 instructions of like swizzling all this data around and then re-swizzling it back and all this stuff that, you know, is relatively not so. But at the end of the day, it's like, yeah, mole is in there and, you know, I can fucking do it, right? Um... But with CSS, it's like, no, it turns out once you learn everything, all you realize is you just now know the stuff you can't possibly do. You now know it. You know definitively what you can and can't do. Oh, and there is plenty of it, right? Yeah. Uh, the biggest one by far uh, is they uh, font metrics aren't propagated uh, into any of the layout algorithms, and neither is uh, basically like layout results. So the two really big things you can't do are, one, align letters with anything, ever. So there is no way to do CSS or HTML layout with a font you don't already know the exact size of like the A or whatever the letter is that you're using. If you don't already know the exact size of that letter, you will never line that A up with anything ever. Full stop. It is not is literally not possible because it just doesn't have any information in there about where letters actually are. It only knows very broad things like what the ascender and descender height of something is. And a lot of them you can't even use directly. You can only set them. You can't base layout off of them, right? Oh, I see, right. Um, so sometimes what you do is you go, I right. know the exact font. I'm going to serve it as a TTF. I don't care about running on browsers that can't render a TTF. And so now I'm just going to bake in my knowledge of the font metrics for this font and get my fucking fonts to line up correctly, right? <laughs> Short of that... You will never lay out, you will never get typographic layout on your letters, period, right? Hey, look, it's a typographic language that can't lay out letters. Good <laughs> job, guys. You only had 20 years, right? 
So that's over. That ship sailed, right? It's gone. It's over. It's, done. it's smoked it's out. It's over, right? They're like, we got a typographic language that can't do typography. Happy birthday. <laughs> Welcome to the new world, right? Um, but the other thing it can't do is ever understand the actual uh, result of a layout algorithm. So, for example, if you wanted to know something like, hey, so here's a line, right? And if you're not going to break this line, that's fine. If you are going to break this line, you need to break it here first, right? right? Can't do any of those things. You can't sit, you can't do the thing where you do lots of dashes and it kills the ones that aren't used. Sorry? Where you break up the word with with like dummy dashes. You can give it places that it could insert a line break, but you can't tell it how to prefer where to break. I see. So a very basic feature of typography is, for example, let's suppose that I have a line comprised of two roughly equal sentences, right? And that line is by itself on my page. If I were to shrink the width of the page such that it could not fit both, the correct way to break that is to put each sentence on its own line. That's how any typographer would ever do it. You would never see anything else, pretty much, right? If they're roughly the same size. Because it looks ridiculous to have, for example, the full first sentence and almost the full second sentence and then one goddamn word down underneath, right? <laughs> but that's exactly what HTML will do, right? It has no facility for a real typographer to come and say, hey, by the way, here's the, pre here's the first preference place to break this line. Here's the second. Here's the third. Here's the fourth, which is the first fucking thing you'd put in a typographic language <laughs> if you had any idea what was going on. But of course, it is nowhere to be found, right? That's nowhere amazing. to be found. They have WBR and the silent hyphen, but yeah, that's hyphen. that has nothing to do with it. And those don't really work right. uh, very well at all anyway. Yeah, well, they would certainly wouldn't work um, for sentences. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so anyway, that shit's totally busted as well. And you see that all the time. So end, what people end up having to do, right, is they just like really lean on this thing, which probably was after your time. Because last time you updated the Rad website, they probably weren't really using this. But there's a thing called media queries. I don't know if you ever used okay. this. So there's a thing called media queries. They've been around for a while, but the Rad website's old at this point, yeah. right? I remember the last time we did it was, I don't even know how yeah. long ago, right? So 11. media queries yeah. happened like in between there for the most part. They might have been around at the time you did it, but nobody would have said to use them because they wouldn't have been supported like hardly at all if they were even in there, right? Right. Um, but what these are basically ways that you can do tests on uh, stuff that is parametric in CSS, like certain parameters you can test on and switch a style based on the result, right? Oh, just switch to a whole different style. Right, 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 right. right. Okay. So, you know, one thing you can do to, to get around this problem if you're really ambitious and you're trying to do a good job on your website is you could go ahead and say, all right, here's what I'll do. I'll make a style sheet change that happens when the width gets shorter to try and guess about where the flow part would start to wrap. I'll try to get it roughly right about there and make my style like insert the break when it needs right. to because I can query on that. I can't query on the result of the layout, which is what I actually want, but I could query on something that roughly indicates where we probably are in the layout. And maybe I'll just also I'll break the line like sooner than it actually would just to give myself some padding to make sure it never happens in the wrong case, right? You can see like this sort of thing uh, happening. Those CSS media queries, if you want just the cream of the crop <laughs> of just purely like you, you had to probably invent a whole new ass to stick your head up to even <laughs> think about making this thing because it is nuts, right? Any asshole who had introductory computer science had to do one thing. 
and that's write a fucking parser that did a calculator, right? Right, right. You yep. know it's the easiest program to write because there isn't anyone in the history of computer science who didn't do it. Do it, right. Yeah. Everyone had to do it. It's in yep. like the beginning of every programming book. Yeah. It's like, let's suppose we want to make a calculator. Yeah. Five plus four, right? So you would think <laughs> that when these people went to design a media query, what they would have done was made just an if statement with like a few operators. Right. Right? So you could fucking read it where you'd be like, if, you know, width of browser window is less than 500 pixels and, the, right? And everyone knows how to read that, right? right? It would just work. And it's trivial to program. You, Everyone on your staff knows how to do it already, right? They may have forgotten, right. but they knew at one point, right? Yeah. No, 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 no. In their mind, I guess, like, comparison operators were, like, way going down into programming. You know, I don't even want to know what that is. Like, I don't want to see a less than. That, that's not happening, right? <laughs> what they did was made it so that each one of their variables that you could query on would have a prefix that told you whether you were checking for less than, greater than, or equal to. Wait, right? wait, what? So instead of saying something obvious, like width is less than 100 pixels, what you have to do is say stuff like min width colon 500. And just remember whether min or max is less than or equal to. Because it's not obvious from when oh, you say it. Oh, I see. Are you trying to say that it, when you say minimum width, are you trying to say that you're saying if it's at least this much, right. or this is the minimum that it could be before I act on the rule, right. or are you trying to see that it has to be, be below this thing? It's got to be, right? Like, I don't know. I have no idea. I had to look it up because I'm like, I don't know which one you're talking about, right? So you always say, like, min this, max this, or just this, right? God and the thing... With a dot or min this? like It's the, like min dash width or max I dash see. width colon the thing. Right. Right? And you're just like, guys, how is this fucking possible? <laughs> like, how is it possible that you took something so simple as a Boolean expression that has been around since like the dawn of computing and you had to fuck that up too? Okay, so wait. If you want the width, if the width is less than 100... You'd say min dash width 100 and then the style you want? So here's the thing or, is I will never remember this. I have to look it up every time because it's so fucking obtuse to me. I don't know. It's one <laughs> or the other. That's okay. all I can tell you, right? It's one or the other. So basically they get the operator first before the dash, then the thing, then the thing you're comparing against essentially. Yes. I see. I think I want to say – and I'm probably wrong because I always guess wrong. I want to say that what happens is if you say min width 400 pixels, then the thing that comes after that is something that will only happen when the width is higher than 400 pixels. I see. Meaning what you're stating is the minimum width at which this clause can be considered. Right. Is that so? Max is less than probably. Yes. Amazing. Yes. God I damn think. it! I want to say. Do you want me to look it up, or do you want to do you want to spoil the suspense or not? No, I like this. Okay, we don't as know. Is. But yeah. I think I want to say that was my last recollection. But I always look it up now. I because I just don't. It's one of those things I just don't remember because it's so obtuse to me that you would even think of this. That's like I don't know. This so is I will only on the media up. tags, or this is on everything. Uh, this is on media query specifically. Okay. Uh, right. 
yeah. media query. Why is it even called that? Because you're it... querying the medium that you're outputting to. Oh my god. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty great, huh? It has nothing to do with media. No, it itself. doesn't. It has yeah. nothing to do with whether it's on a TV or a piece of paper. It has to do with like how big the browser window was. So you don't, <laughs> you don't have to have changed media at all. You can be right. on the same goddamn media, but it's only it's a media query, right? It's a parameter query is what it the fuck is, but it doesn't matter. Oh. Anyway, so those are spectacular because not only that, but like... When but it sounds like you can kick out almost all of the things you use JavaScript for. No. Not even close. Really? You yeah. still have... Okay. Because there can't be dependent. Yeah. Um, there's all these sort of things. You can only query like six different things. It's like really small. It's like the size of the browser window, <laughs> like how big the font was by default. It's a couple things like that. It's really, really basic what you can query. It's not, a, it's, it's not even remotely like a... I mean, I'm sure it is Turing complete in the sense that you could construct a Turing machine out of it, but it cannot... Right. It's not Turing complete with respect to all programs you would want to write regarding the browser, right? Because right, right. Right? it just doesn't have... The inputs don't come from where you need them right. to come from. Um, wow. In that sense, yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. It's pretty, it's pretty spectacular. And by that, I mean it's absolutely horrific and horrible and awful and everyone should be ashamed of themselves, basically. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. Can you do multiple columns now nicely or is that still a little bit janked? Um, so I guess it depends. They introduced a thing called Grid, which is designed to do multiple columns. Uh, because of course they'll never fix. They will never actually go back and figure out why their old layout system couldn't do something. <laughs> All they do is introduce a new one. Right? right. You're like, hey guys, have you thought about maybe looking at why your old system that you introduced to do columns, and then the system before that that you introduced to do columns, and the system before that which wasn't supposed to do columns but also didn't, why those <laughs> didn't do columns, and fix one of them to do columns? Have you? Can, has that crossed your mind at all? And they're like, no, because we got CSS Grid now. And that'll be the hip new sauce until CSS Blowjob 2000, right. which is like whatever the new thing is that they come up with in four years from now or whatever, right? So CSS Grid is supposed to be good for this. I don't care because I don't do columnar layouts. Yeah. But for people like the New York Times or whatever or the web apps that want like a – when you have the thing in uh, uh, landscape orientation where you want do like a thing. sidebar and a thing and those sorts of stuff, uh, I believe that Grid was supposed to address this. Uh, and make it easier to do those kinds of layouts, but I didn't have to use it myself, so <clears throat> didn't do that. I don't know whether it's busted or not. Oh lord, I feel like I've aged. Like yeah. I feel old. like at the end of a class where you had to think really yeah. hard, I feel tired. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's pretty nuts. Yeah. Holy moly. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks, everybody. Um, thanks for joining us. Yeah. yeah. If, if you have a HTML question, don't send it to podcast, podcast at, at com because I will delete it before Jeff can even see it. Yeah. All right. Thanks, everybody. We'll easy. see you tomorrow.